It's funny because he took the Sarah Palin joke super serious, but we could joke about child molestation all day. Hello and welcome everybody to the Geekscape Games Podcast. This is Level 76, Bony Boners and Cascades Prostate. That's right, we are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape Network. By and large, the best video game-themed podcast on the Geekscape Games Network. Number one rated and fan favorite. Um, We're back for another episode this week. Uh, I am your glorious, illustrious host, Shane O'Hare. I am Back with the with, illustrious, always, I every week. Every week. With permanent host, Carlos Lopez. Hey, what's up, guys? Permanent host, Josh Jackson. Hey, everyone. And special guest, Derek Craneville. How and are you doing? you gotta just put me down like that. <laughs> You, you, hey, you get on the Skype call and you just start, you just start like, you know, tearing me down. Tell me, you know, about conversations in restaurants. You. All right. We miss you too, Derek. Yeah. I miss you eating dill pickles via Skype. It's great. Well, that was, that was before the show, so I didn't have to I eat know. on the show. I know, but it, pic- we, we made a connection through that. That's what matters. Sexual connection. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, you, you, the, the sexual tension was through the roof on the Skype call. Oh, dude. <laughs> you could cut it with a hoof. Unrated. <laughs> There's an unrated version of this podcast. <laughs> There's an unrated. <laughs> I mean, God, I'd hate to see what that one is. Oh. Just, just this, that, that. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God. Shane. No, Shane. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye, guys. I'm not affiliated anymore. And this is my last it's episode. Not, it's not you. It's me. I gotta go. <laughs> I feel like it's not us, it's him. Uh, no. The sure. three of us should just go start our own podcast. And that word or other word in other words will never be said. Never, ever. <laughs> ever. And then, so, then this um, will become the number two gaming podcast in the Geeks. <laughs> Instantly. Um <Quick. laughs> Um well um what do you guys say we get into it? Sure. Let's so, go. um, speaking of, uh, oh Nintendo, my God. <laughs> dude, Shane. All right, that's Shane. it. That's it. <laughs> uh, I dude. feel like we should just start again. <laughs> um, Nintendo has recently re- released an awesome um, expansion pack for the Wii U version of Minecraft, which. Um, when I saw that trailer, I was like, oh yeah, they released a Wii U edition of Minecraft. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so they released this awesome Mario mashup pack, uh, which has skins, uh, enemies, like, um, preset templates. Um, but the problem is the sound effects. Um, uh, Nintendo is really anal about, um, monetization on YouTube and. Can you say that word again? Can you say that word again? But slower and sexier. Oh, I thought you meant monetization. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, um, uh, there's been getting automatic takedowns uh, just because of the Nintendo sound effects. Uh, 4J Studios, who is doing the Minecraft ports for Mojang, um, says they are going to resolve that issue, and they are super duper like totes. Sorry that it happened. Uh, but that brings up that brings up a real interesting issue um, that um, I think Nintendo certainly needs to fucking l- loosen up with the whole you know 
iron grip when it comes to YouTube monetization. You know, for a while they were just not letting it happen at all. And they kind of got that weird, like, you know, you get like 60% and then YouTube gets their 30 and we get more. It's, yeah, it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. Any thoughts other than just pretty much reading, reading that they're working on it? Uh, I'm a little like concerned too, because, you know, it kind of sucks because other people, you know, it's free advertising for them. So I don't, I, I kind of see what Nintendo's really concerned about. They're like, oh, they're making money off what we make. But it's kind of like, guys, you guys have enough money to run the company for the next 30 years. Like, why does it bug you so much that someone's going to earn probably the max 20 bucks? And if it's a top YouTuber, maybe close to like 500. But that's like almost nothing. That's like nothing to them. So it's, it kind it kind of like really bugs me that they get so uptight about this stuff. Especially well, how many you can't use <clears throat> Nintendo noise. How many people, too, are going to watch one of those videos and be like, oh, cool, like Mario stuff in Minecraft, and then go pick up that version or that <laughs> DLC or whatever it is? I think we've all got, like, ten different versions of Minecraft, and I think... <laughs> If, I think if we're I, all done. <laughs> if, if I was if I if I was still interested in Minecraft, I would want to play it on the Wii U because that fucking touchpad would be amazing. It would yeah, be cool. Yeah, the Mario but it's content would like, be enough for me to pick it up on Wii U if I cared about Minecraft, but I don't. So yeah, same. But I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just funny to me that in this case, like their actual legit videos for their games are getting taken down just because of the sound effects. But that's one but of also, the things. It also that shows I, that how fucked up the YouTube like content ID system is. Oh yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. Jim Sterling made a video about it not too long ago, which you guys can go check out. Uh, he figured out a way to how to get around that because he wanted to do a review on Star Fox. So what he ended up doing is uh, putting a licensed song on top of a Star Fox, uh, some cutscenes. And on top of that, he added Grand Theft Auto uh, cutscenes as well. And so three companies try to fight for his video. And in the end of the day, they, they can't they can't solve it. So... YouTube just goes, well, these people can't solve who gets what, so your video's good. That's brilliant. <laughs> so that's that's brilliant. It is the smartest thing ever. Uh, I know that YouTube recently updated their like their guide on how to protect the YouTubers, but they never really do a good job about it. So I say for all my wonderful young YouTubers out there, go check out his uh, his technique. It is beautiful. Just beautiful, like a good masterpiece. It's a master. It's like a nice, juicy, fat thumb up YouTube's asshole. It's juicy, uh, thumb huh. up their butthole. A fleshy, a fleshy, thumb. meaty, a thumb. illustrious, an illustrious, fleshy, special thumb. guest thumb. <laughs> Speaking of fleshy, Yokai Watch Two is finally coming to America. And in other news, there's a Yokai Watch Three that's in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Yep, news that, to me. That was the one we were just talking about that a few weeks ago, how they're going to have a Chocobo and a Moogle in Yokai Watch 3. No way, really? Yeah, really? And in return, they're going to have uh, Yokai Watch characters and weapons in Final Fantasy 14. That's pretty Ooh, awesome. Interesting. Mm, pretty cool. I really enjoyed Yokai Watch, and I, I would really like to finish it and then play the second one when it comes out. Um, uh, apparently, the second one's like really fun. It's ten times more funner than the first one. Really, I, mean, I had a great time with the first one. Yeah, it, it I heard outsold, they got rid of this stupid like random. Yeah, it outsold Pokemon for like a month or two. Wow! Oh wow! Yeah, so they're hoping for Strike Three, and after they do that, they're gonna completely take over Japan completely. It'll probably be it will be the next Pokemon for sure. We're gonna take back the White House. Pretty much, baby. 
uh, our own Natalie Kipper was extremely excited to write this up. Uh, what kind of differences can we expect for from the the sequel as opposed to the first one? Because you obviously said it was way better. Uh, gameplay wise, it's a lot faster for sure. More yokai's. Uh, definitely the city aspect of it now comes into more play, so it looks a lot more cleaner and fresher. Each yokai game, I think, takes like a different. Um, like kind of a different uh, environment. So uh, Yokai Watch 2 is more of a city. It's more like Osaka kind of feel to it. That's pretty cool. Um, from what I've heard from the reviews in Japan, it looks like it's a lot funner to do everything. So it looks like they took the complaints from Yokai 1 and built a better format for it. Yeah, and my, my biggest complaint on the first game was that to catch a new Yokai, you had to like give it food in the middle of a battle. Mm-hmm. And then when the battle was over... It was completely random whether or not it decided to join you yeah. or not. And some of them are really rare. So then once you finally do find them, it it's com- like, again, you have no control over whether or not it joins you. So then you have to keep finding it over and over again. Well, and wasn't it like it was like a trial and error thing as to whether they would like whatever food. And mm-hmm. then all the, the the food just had like it increased the chances that they would want to stay with you. But you have no idea whether or not it worked. Right. Yeah. So, and that was just really, that was probably the most annoying part about it. It's like if on Pokemon you threw a Pokeball at, you threw one Pokeball at it, and then there was just a chance that you'd catch it, and then if you didn't catch it, it would just be the end. So, uh, from Josh, what I've that read, that is Pokemon. Part, <laughs> yeah. No, they don't run away, though. You can do it as much as you want. Well, as long as they you still have the run away, depending, depending, depending. <laughs> Sometimes they run away. Legendaries run away. Yeah, some of the legendaries do. But then they retain their health if you find them again. And Dude, I remember true. in Pokemon's fucking Sapphire, um, what's, Latios? What's, Latios? Yeah, I, oh, I was wandering fuck. around. I randomly walked into it and didn't have a Master Ball with me. And I was just like, fuck! <laughs> so pissed off. So pissed off. Um, would um, d- uh, The difference between Yokai 1 and 2, if I'm going to jump on board, I've, I, haven't, I haven't diddled a Yokai ever. So if I'm going to jump onto the, the franchise, would I need to go play the first one? Or is it like a Pokemon where every iteration is just kind of its own contained universe and just the creatures are there? Well, these are direct sequels to each other. So it is like a it is like a continuous story, but it's designed with kids in mind. So it's not like your experience is going to be completely ruined if you don't follow mm-hmm. each game in order or anything. But it's probably still suggested that you... Uh, that you play the first one before the I second mean, and one. I mean, and, and the first one's totally worth playing, too. Like, it's got yeah. some of the best production values that I've seen on 3DS to this day. Like, there's really? so much voice acting, and the graphics are super good, and it's it's a... It, uh, the game's a freaking blast. Yeah, yeah level 5 stepping it up. I, I need to, um... Uh, what, um... There was a game that came out on the PlayStation where you had to play the first one before you could play the sequels. Every you game to, on the PlayStation 4? No, PS2. Um, oh. Metal Gear? You ha- and you had to bring your characters over. <laughs> most, That's what it was. Most, uh, oh, you had to? Yeah, hold on. That sounds like a disaster. Dot hack? Yeah, dot hack. I don't know. Oh, you had dot, to, though. You know, you didn't have to. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I always wanted to try those. It sounded like an amazing idea. Yeah, me too. The, the I the started was... making like eight of them, and I was like, no, nah, I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah, the dot hack anime was really sad. Doesn't like everybody die or some shit? Like everybody's, it's it was like a it was like a better version of Sword Art Online. Hmm. You know what's better than Street Fighter Five in Japan? Pokemon Tournament. I didn't even think it was just Japan. Was it? I think it was worldwide, wasn't it? I think it was worldwide. Yeah. Get your worldwide. facts straight, Shane. God, Shit. I... Come on. So this is probably the, like the most like surprising news to come out in the last week is that a 
I would say a borderline, th- like, I don't know. I don't think Pokemon Tournament is that serious of a fighter, um, especially compared to Street Fighter V, outsells Street Fighter V. Is that is that just saying that Street Fighter V has so many problems and it's just not doing well, or there's just a bigger pull for because of the Pokemon gimmick? I mean, that's Josh. the thing. A lot of people were saying that it shouldn't have been a surprise because it's yeah. Pokemon, but Pokemon Tournament is a spinoff game in a niche genre on a system that has a fifth of the install base as the PS4. So the fact that it did outsell it is kind of crazy. And I mean, no one's really been able to pinpoint why Street Fighter V is doing so poorly. But as from what I can tell, all signs seem to point to the whole uh, lack of features that that the game launched with. And I mean, they're still rolling out new content every month for Street Fighter V, but it's still missing a lot of key components that you'd expect out of a fighting game. So like Capcom even came out during their financial report a week ago and said that it was a mistake. And from now on, they're going to focus on completing games and releasing them in a completed (laughs) state, even if, even if these delays, which you would think would be common sense, but Mm -hmm. they were really counting on the competitive community to carry street fighter five. So they only focused on developing like the online versus mode and then figured they could roll out everything after the game was released. But as most people could probably recognize the, uh, competitive community is only so big, whereas the majority of the money is going to be made off of people who don't take fighting games like, like they don't approach them like an esport and they just buy them to play them for fun. And it completely alienated people who don't take them as seriously as like an, as a lot of the Evo players and that kind of stuff. Whereas Pokken, even though the single player was terrible, it still offered a single player mode, uh, online versus, it had local versus, even though it was this really weird way to uh, access it because it required the gamepad. But yeah, I mean, it's really weird when you consider how many PS4s are out there compared to how many we use. And then it's not like Street Fighter V is not like a big franchise, part of a big franchise, or it's not, uh, it wasn't advertised or anything because I saw advertisements for it all over the place. It's just a really, I guess, hopefully it'll be a wake-up call to Capcom, which it seems like they're learning from it, but um, we can just hope that going forward they're going to cut back on their practice of releasing half-finished games, which honestly went back to like the PS3 days. It's not even anything new. That's true. Um, it, 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 it feels like they just like didn't do like any market testing on this at all. And as uh, Street Fighter Five, and just said, "Hey, fuck it, throw it out the door." Uh, we know what's we know what's best, and obviously they don't. I mean, co- I mean, it, it's it's shocking how bad this game is doing. I, th- I think the reason why Pokemon's like getting really popular, or probably outsold, is because it's a very accessible game that doesn't require a lot of like <laughs> uh, anybody can hop in because it's a real it's a really basic function, which is a rock paper. You, you don't have to worry about like you don't have to worry about charge characters or anything like that. No. But, um, <laughs> what? What are those? What do you mean? <laughs> a charge character. They're the oh, ones that you have to pay for every time you use. Yeah. Oh. If you guys want to hear one. Shane's uh, charge, it's episode, what's level what? Level 72? Yeah. Yeah. Just listen there. But I think Pokemon's <laughs> very accessible just because of <laughs> all you. the, all the, all, it's the easy input for all the characters. It's a rock, paper, scissors type of stuff. And... I think, Josh, I think I know your answer to why Street Fighter V is not doing so well, and it's probably because of not having so many features, but the fact that it people felt kind of gypped off buying a full game, which goes for $60, and only getting the, hey, we'll, we'll eventually put those things that we did for Street Fighter IV on the Street Fighter V game, but uh, it'll take some months. 
Uh, so I think that's what put off everybody. I mean, the game is really good, but I feel that uh, Pokemon's like right around the corner to become the next Smash, like a big right. community about it. Yeah, really? right. And it's yeah. not even like Pokemon has no background either because it's developed by the Tekken team. So yep, like like no, you say, um, it is accessible, but it also has a certain level of depth, like hidden within it that comes from that comes from a team as experiences them. So I, that I'm sure that helps too. Now, I know that we talked in the past that there's a uh, a part of the game where it'll change your battle types, and Josh, you felt it could be somewhat random, or if the game felt like you were beating up on the opponent too much, it would automatically switch you from the two different battle stances. Is that going to be a problem that's going to cripple the, the competitiveness of this game, that the, well, there's a sort of randomness in it? I don't think so. Well, it's not exactly that it's random. It's more like the second part that you said where there's moves that you can do that specifically force the change to take place. But if you put them into a combo that starts like excessively damaging them, I guess they give them an, a way to escape it by forcing the change, even if you're not doing an attack that's supposed to manually trigger it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if anything, it's just going to adjust the strategy. Like, is it worth putting them in a long combo now even though it might get cut off before it's finished or like it's just gonna to me it'll just change the way people approach the fight so instead of making it all about doing as much damage as fast as possible it'll be like well is doing this much damage worth it now or should i take some quick safe hits like that kind of thing okay okay so you want you want to strategically like do these combos that's that that puts it into a better perspective than the randomness Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be exciting to see what happens with uh, Pokken coming up and the obvious, you know, there's going to be a sequel. And we want, we want more characters. We want charge characters. We want Hopefully we'll actually have some fighting Pokemon this time around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want Hitmochan and Hitmolee. She's a, yeah. how, do you have, how do you have a Luchador Pokemon with Halucha, but then you instead include a second Pikachu in a Lucha mask? Uh, I know. And there's no Lotad. Who the hell is Lotad? Huh? I'm surprised Primeape isn't in this. There's so many that are missing that should be in. I know. It's, it's, it's mm. a little disappointing. Although, I'm uh, not disappointed that we got Chandelure. I love that thing. It's <laughs> just... Like, some of the Pokemon are just, like, retarded. Like, some ice cream, some garbage, a set of car keys, chandeliers. Like, they're just... So Nintendo's gonna start making movies, guys. Yay. You can tell right. I'm excited. Why are you not excited? I'm not excited. They don't need to make that shit. <laughs> how about they don't you f- need? How about they, they don't focus? need to make video games? How, how they about... can go back to making playing cards. I'm surprised. They didn't cha- I'm surprised that they're jumping into movies after Sony's first attempt is bombed so bad. You yeah. know, it's doing bad. What Ratchet and Clank? Oh, I thought you meant Uncharted Four. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about Sony movies, I guess so. But I, I mean, the ones that were actually in the theater. Oh. No, but yeah, Ratchet and Clank apparently did really, really bad, like way less than mm-hmm. they expected. So in a way, it's surprising that Nintendo s- seems to be so willing to jump back in when their competition, despite a huge marketing push and despite Ratchet and Clank being not like super popular, but popular enough to where you would think that it would do at least break even. But apparently they made way less than they were expecting. Well, but then again, Mar- Nintendo, you know, Nint- none of Nintendo's franchises are below Ratchet I th- as far as mainstream popularity mm-hmm. for the most part. So I feel like our Ratchet and Clank still, are they that mainstream these days? Like, had a movie come out five or ten, you know, if a movie came out five or ten years ago, it would have been much, much bigger than it was today. Because when's the last time, aside from this PS4 reboot remake thing that just came out that I, I've heard is fantastic and that, Josh, I know you really enjoyed, um, 
you know what what have Ratchet and Clank have they had many games that haven't been mediocre in the past number of years like yeah like I think the last core game that they released was back in 20 all the way back in like 2011 I think and yeah. then since then they had a um tower defense game and then they had like one more platformer on PS3 but it was kind of like an epilogue type game and it was supposedly only like 3 or 4 hours so it disappointed a lot of people really yeah, but then since then, yeah, they I don't think they had a game since 2012 until this newest one came out, but the new one was supposed to tie into the movie. So, I hmm. mean, four years is a long time to be... Four years is a long time to be out of the public consciousness. And then aside from that, like the last like main... Like the last mainline game in the series was like about seven years ago, I think. So Yeah, and so... And especially it's a, you know, it's a film that's going to largely cater to kids who will, you know, have largely forgotten about or moved on from Ratchet and Clank. You know, seven years ago there was no Skylanders or anything like that, right? Like That's true. Yeah. Like the market yeah. and the market has changed so much in that time. Seven years ago, I don't was there Angry Birds seven years ago? You know, the Angry Birds movie just came out this weekend. It's probably gonna blow the fucking Ratchet and Clank movie out of the water. Oh, it's gonna Definitely. blow it up. Yeah, because they're very you know, it's funny because even those people, uh Ruvio is it? Ruby, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've even said it, they don't they don't give a shit about the games. Like they're are making products for kids and that's what they make the most money out of it's it's pac-man fever all over yeah it's, it, oh, that's true yeah shane that's really good that's a good point yeah yeah uh, fever. what movies do you think nintendo could bring out that can kind of gain I, that i want to ask i want to ask derek who is uh probably the biggest movie buff of the four of us here sorry carlos it's okay um uh if what's a good silent protagonist movie that someone could emulate and turn into a zelda movie the artist. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Wow. I have to think about that one for a while. Like, um... Hardcore Henry? That's not... Well, yeah. <laughs> but, like, um, like, um... Oh, Sergio Leone movies. Like, some, like, big sweeping westerns you could easily turn into a Zelda movie, I feel. Not, like, just reskin it, but, like, redo it, but in that vibe. And I think, um... I, th- I think I think Nintendo needs to come out with, like, a, like a, like a main title movie. Like a Zelda movie. It or won't like a be a Zelda movie. movie. Straight out. It but won't didn't be they a Zelda say movie. that they're considering a live action Pokemon movie? Like right before they announced they, Nintendo movies in general? They've, they've always been talking about it, but I think their one thing that's going to make them the, they kind of like their foot in the door, and it's been in talks. It's a, it's a Super Mario animated movie. That would be the movie that <clears> would get the traction for everything. Fucking Mario is as recognizable as Mickey Mouse. Like he is like a face, you know? So having such a recognizable character be the first movie, I think, would be the the best move. Yeah, I know that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like, yeah that like, is. I mean, like as long as John Leguizamo comes back, uh, oh, dude, they can bring oh, out yeah. all the Mario movies they want. That, and that movie wasn't necessarily bad. It yes, was it a was. fun movie. I think no, it, was it was necessarily bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bashing. I don't, I don't know what, what world you live in. In every sense of the word, it was bad. Are you going to tell me that the Double Dragon Live movie is good? Please tell me. That's not what you think. Uh, there's a Double Dragon Live movie? Oh, it, it was better than watch Mario. It. So I think I think one thing that's interesting here is, did they, did they say that they were going to be planning to bring movies to theaters, or just that they were planning on, you know, to I begin producing theaters. movies? Because this could tie in... With the you know Netflix rumors that have been floating around for a year or so now, like yeah, it, but I think they've kind of been in talks with Sony for the long time, like Sony Pictures okay. to do yeah, the yeah. movies for them, and I think that's more confirmed now that they have been 
kind of in talks for a cool minute now about that. And I think they're, you know, knowing that seeing what they've, what Sony's done already, I think they're kind of like, all right, let's take it a shot. Cause you know, they have a lot of cool characters yeah. in their, you know, Hotel Transylvania, that art, that art style, I think. Totally. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Fit, yeah. Like Jenny Travowski's like art style of him is would fit like a good director for that. Really I've good. never heard I've never heard anybody else like pronounce his name properly. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan of him. I like Samurai yeah. Jack. I like Samurai oh, Jack. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Good thing you're a permanent uh, permanent co-host on the show. No problem. It's all good. Um still talking about movies. Um there's a Tetris movie and we talked about this like a while ago <clears throat> that the rights for the Tetris movie, but um it officially came out that the Tetris movie is going to be a trilogy. And the first movie has got a budget of $80 million. Is Adam um, Sandler in it? Please tell me Adam Sandler's in this fucking movie. No, 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 no. Um, how do you even make a Tetris trilogy as, like, the first the first one ends where they successfully clear the four lines at the bottom <laughs> so everyone's happy? And then the next, the, like, the second one has to end all tragic so they accidentally get, like, a Z block and they put it in the wrong spot? <laughs> Josh, I and think like you already three... told all the sequels already. We already know what this movie ends. <laughs> yeah, and then the fifth one is like the 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 L block sacrifices itself to like clear the rest of the space to give all of his friends room to survive or some bullshit. Oh god. And and I'm um it's it's I'm worried that um uh, uh Adam wrote up the um the the article on our website, but it was um the director Larry Kasanoff. Are you guys familiar with Larry Kasanoff? I am now. Well, he's a he's a director. Um, he um, famously produced that movie Food Fight. Oh no! Yeah, that movie that was oh, like no. <laughs> that movie where all of the like the no. footage got lost in a robbery, and everybody said that the whole thing was just a big money oh, laundering God, scam. No. This is <laughs> horrible. Yeah. This is it's, not even good news. I'm actually like in disbelief, Shane. I had no idea. This is horrific. <laughs> This well, this will destroy everything. This this can't happen. This can't. I can't let this happen. <laughs> I'm getting a fucking gun. I'm going down there. I'm killing him, and I'm destroying this fucking script. It it can't happen. It can't. It La- can't. Larry Larry Kasanoff sounds like a Dragon Ball Z villain. <laughs> Does he? Sounds like a Golden Eye villain. What are you talking about? Well, he, well, he sounds like a Dragon Ball Z villain, and he can be in Dragon Ball Z. Xenoverse. Xenoverse two. Huh? Yeah. 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 Xenoverse two got announced. Uh, is that a game that anybody wanted? Um, no, the first really. one was popular. Yeah, was it? Pop- and they was have it popular? Uh, I thought it was absolutely plagued with problems, and like the player base just plummeted. It, it was, but that, the player base had to buy it before they realized it was. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> if anime games over the years have taught us anything, that it doesn't matter how terrible they are, because if it's based on an anime, people are still going to buy it. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Except for those those uh, Naruto fighting games were actually pretty good. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Inuyasha one was good too, but is that like that's Inu- old shit? It was actually I, developed d- by the team that went on to make Street Fighter Four. Well, oh, like three cool. teams made Street Fighter Four, but one of the three. <laughs> but anyway, was, that um, nothing to do with Dragon Ball. There yep. was a really good Gundam Wing fighting game on the SNES. Oh yeah, I've oh, seen yeah, that, I remember one. that too. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Xenoverse uh, Two is coming out. Um, the so yeah, trailer... so the big. I mean, the big draw from the first Xenoverse, which is coming back on this one, is that you create your own custom character who is tasked with, like, inserting himself into major scenes from Dragon Ball and that kind of stuff. So you actually could create the director from Food Fight 
and <laughs> or anyone else that you wanted. I'm gonna make that happen, guys. All right. Is it? What? Is anybody? Is anybody, is anybody here actually? I, I, uh, I really wanted to get into Xenoverse One, but I heard that the, the pro- there were so many problems, like split screen, like just fighting, like on a couch together. It was so contrived to like get into it. Like you have to log in and then go log in again on like a different lobby and then log in and join your your local game. And it was just so convoluted. Um, it completely turned me off on it. Um, it do any of you have any firsthand experience with the game? No, but I could tell you this I've much: t- you couldn't become Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Two in that one. Talk about fucking convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> at this, at this, at this point, Dragon Ball Z is just being like derivative of itself. Like we're gonna go Super Saiyan, but one better Super Saiyan, different. Yeah, nice blue hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, he- uh. <laughs> Hey Shane, anybody you're the ex- one telling us you, you gotta go somewhere. So let's go. Let's move it, baby. Let's move it. Yeah, so what I'm saying is anybody excited about the, the new Batman Arkham game? <laughs> no. You mean the new old Batman Arkham game? Yes. Speaking of what uh, no one I, wanted, I actually kidding. am. Like I I <laughs> Arkham City was the first game that the first one that I played. Oh really? Shit. Somehow. Ooh. I don't know how I missed out on Arkham Asylum the first oh, time around. Such a good and one. I, you know, I'm a huge Batman fan as well. So mm. it was just a case of me being an, an idiot. But um Arkham City was my first one, and I would love to go back and play Arkham Asylum. Obviously, that's tough if I don't have a computer or a old console. Um, so yeah, they it's been rumored for a long time, and they finally announced it uh, just the other day. Uh, it's called Batman Return to Arkham, and it comes with Arkham Asylum and Arkham City remastered using the Unreal 4 engine. Uh, both games are the Game of the Year editions, so they feature all the extras and DLC and everything like that. And it's just not, a, not just an... Is there word if the Joker DLC is going to be on the Xbox version this time? Ooh, that's a good question. That was like a Walmart exclusive, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just a PS3 yeah. exclusive, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah. 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 Um, it's basically a Walmart exclusive. Yeah, so <laughs> updated engine, but also updated models, environments, and lighting, and everything like that. Yeah, and, and they, re- for- they redid a lot of the cutscenes as well. From what yeah, I can so it looks... I mean, it was already a very pretty game. Uh, they were already very pretty games, but they... From just you know looking at the new trailer, they look pretty fantastic. Um. Yeah, they they they're gonna hit PS4 and Xbox One on July 29th. Fifty bucks. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, I don't know. I'm 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 looking forward to it. Uh, it just reiterates that this <clears throat> this generation is the generation of remakes and re-releases. And, I'm, yeah. and I and, and as a dude, as someone that has had to skip, as a dude, I I was starting started a sentence and then I said dude as in you're the dude that I'm speaking to. Dude, uh, dude. As somebody that. I missed out on a lot of the big games last generation because I didn't have time to play them or whatever. I appreciate the, you know, buy or don't buy the HD remasters or whatever, but I don't think the fact that they exist is a bad thing. And I have many times have appreciated it because I've had an opportunity to play a game that I missed last generation that otherwise I would never have a chance to play. Well, here's the thing too. I'm, um, it's just weird to me though, that it's missing origins. Like, yeah, I, know origins I, I think it's got it just because it's not a rock steady thing. That's true. Yeah, 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 and that has to be. And it, it wasn't but... very good. It yeah, no, it was good. definitely the worst <laughs> of all of the four. But it also, oddly enough, probably had the best boss fights. In yeah, the, the boss fights were really good. So they're probably was... like, let's just let's just let's just uh, pretend this one never happened. Do you think there's an incentive from a um, a publisher to um, not release games that were quote unquote ill received or bad? Um, like me and Josh talked about Uncharted for an hour, um, and, and the Nathan Drake collection. I mean, those were all pretty well re- well received, but if like say 
Uncharted 2 got, you know, subpar reviews or it just didn't do well, do you think they would bundle it into it or leave it out? That's a good question. Well, in the case of Uncharted, I feel like... In the case of Uncharted, I feel like, you know, it's the full story, so they would include them all regardless. However, with Arkham Origins, it was like, that game could literally not exist and it would change nothing about the story on any of them. Like, it was literally just a game that they threw out there so they could go another year with a Batman game released while Rocksteady was working on Arkham Knight. Okay, so it's completely inconsequential. Essentially. Um, And also, though, it's good that you're going to get a chance to play Arkham Asylum, Derek, because... Again, like what we were saying on the Uncharted pod, uh, podcast that I'm in the minority, but I thought the first one was the best. Again, I'm in the minority, and I feel like Arkham Asylum was the best one. Oh, cool. So it'll be cool that you'll get to check it out and see what you Well, and that's like I'm st- I, I'm looking forward to, you know, when the Nathan Drake collection drops in price a bit here in Canada where games are very expensive. Um, How's that gold reserves doing? The, our dollar's actually up a bit, but nothing's coming down in price. Uh, at this point, gold reserves plummeted. Um, but yeah, like I'm looking forward to picking up the Nathan Drake collection because I bought all three Uncharted games at some point when I had a PS3, and I played through one and half of two, and haven't played through the other half of two or three at all. So the fact that I can buy them again and not play them again on another generation, you know, <laughs> it's just gonna feel really good knowing that it's on my shelf, ready for me to play whenever I want. It's never gonna happen. It's like yes, these unplayed games are. HD. They're in HD the first time. HD or <laughs> <laughs> can't wait for the 4K collections in a couple of years. <laughs> oh god, sure. um, the, what the fucking PlayStation Four and a half. Um, <laughs> Carlos. Yes. You played the Neo demo. Nihon. Nihon. And uh, Team Ninja just put out all of their feedback and plan changes. I missed the window to play it. I went to go play it and <sighs> said sorry. Um, so tell us about, you know, what, what, I mean, what they're planning to do. And if somebody who didn't play it, what, what can they expect from the game? So, uh, straight off the bat, if you did play it, you would know that the game literally introduced you to none of the control aspects of the game. So there wasn't like any tutorial, uh, for hardcore Dark Souls players. We all know that there's no tutorial whatsoever. There's only signatures on the bottom kind of letting you know what to expect, like, control wise mm-hmm. and i'm a little worried because um they took or well, apparently it got downloaded over 150,000 times and for those players to give some feedback i'm a little i'm a little concerned because now it's kind of losing that dark souls feel but it's mm. also getting some improvements that i would think it needs so right off the bat uh overall these are the five that they're working on which is uh, they're adding a tutorial uh, regarding the game system. So uh, a lot of this, t- which is true, a lot of it's not really explained to you as far as like the hit numbers that are on top of enemies, uh, what, how the weapons are affected by that too. So they're gonna be introdu- introducing like a tutorial, I'm guessing, in the beginning of the game to kind of give you a heads up of what to expect. Uh, the one thing for sure, they're uh, balancing a lot of stuff, so uh, making sure that it's not the enemies are not too tough straight off the bat and kind of slowly uh, giving you that space to breathe, almost like Dark Souls. It gives you, like, whatever characters, uh, AIs to fight, and then it ramps it up with the boss fight, with the boss fight actually giving you kind of, like, the heads up to be really patient. So I'm guessing they're kind of taking that. Uh, They're improving the controls, which is good because there was some kind of, there was some lag between players. There was a bug that caused, like, a really bad lag between the control and the game. 
So they're Ooh, fixing input that. lag. Yeah, so it was pretty bad, but uh, it wasn't for some people. It was bad. Some people didn't have that problem. So I'm guessing they're looking into that as well. Uh, and also the UI, so the user interface of the game. So they're gonna give you kind of what each item does, how does it improve a weapon, how the you know the I call it souls for pretty much your currency system, how it works, and are doing an improving they're improving the graphics too. So. It looks like they're taking whatever the community said, and they're really actually paying attention. So it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, and I, I, I'm really into the art style of this game. It's really cool. Uh, everybody's calling it a Dark Samurai, which is great. That's just the yeah. game right now, so it's pretty cool. But uh, uh, for people did, who did anybody else get to play it by chance? No, no. But I had a question. Sure. Will it love you until you learn to love yourself? Yeah, you will hate yourself in the beginning because you will die a lot, but then you will love your character more. And just say, you know what? I could do this. You, you'll give your, your character some some respect. Like Birdman would say. Put some respect <laughs> on it. I fucking need to <laughs> Put some respect on it. Uh, uh. I think people who... I would say it's like Omnimusha and Dark Souls had a baby. It's it's It can get really difficult if you get too uh, too thick-headed. And if you're thinking you're going to go in and slack, slack, like hack and slash like any other game, you're going to get fucked up. You're like really bad. So it's better... To take this game like a true samurai game, which is like patience, learning attack patterns, uh, you already know how demons fight, and, you know, kind of like knowing ev- all the all the enemies' like attack patterns, which is pretty cool. Mm. I th- you said Onimusha, I was reminded of Jean Reno and Onimusha Three, like the most like random ass character. <laughs> yeah, to be like it, it, it's a jet. I, I love the the character designs and environment. And I, if you didn't like Dark Souls and you didn't like Bloodborne because of the, kind of, I guess, like, the, the time or the, kind of the theme of it. The, the it, gothic. Yeah, if you like that goth stuff, then I think um, Nyok was going to be pretty good. Right on. Um, anything else you guys want to get in real quick before we make the transition? Um, well, Ukulele's Kickstarter was updated and the studio released a lot of new information on the game, um, essentially letting us know that it's going to be exactly what we were hoping it would be, which is essentially Banjo-Kazooie with new character models slapped on because I don't own them anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be but, playable uh, at E3 as well. Oh, yeah, nice. So then we'll yeah. get a chance to check that out. But they Definitely. showed their villain, who um, is an evil bee named Capital B, who's <laughs> a ah, lord. That's hilarious. Um, and he looks like a, business, a businessman. <laughs> and then there's going to be... Um, there's going to be like collectibles. They're replacing the jiggies with pages from a book where the pages are called pages. Jiggies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Language you're on this podcast. With science this time instead of voodoo. But it's like, it's funny because it's like, it's just Banjo-Kazooie, but with everything, with other things pasted onto the old stuff. And you know what? That's 100% okay because that's what everyone was expecting and wanted out of this Kickstarter. I think it'll, I think it'll be fun. I'm actually, I'm actually excited for it now after seeing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would have known that the uh, Kickstarter uh, project could actually deliver, huh? Yeah. I mean, they still yeah, have a couple um, more months to screw it up, though. We're yeah. still waiting for that <laughs> ukulele anime. <laughs> um, Derek, anything you want to talk about real quick? Uh, no. No, you guys covered okay. it. Um, last last two things. You know uh, what I want to talk about? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and it just... You guys all have PS4s, right? PlayStation yes. 4? See, yep. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> you know what's really confusing about the PS4? The power and the eject buttons. <laughs> you, you, you. What buttons? You just float them over like a crevice and hope that it recognizes it. You, you, you realize that the power. There's like little logos painted yeah, on those but buttons, right? You're, but when you're 
console is like inset into your entertainment unit and it's like dark in there and your phone is not near enough to you to turn the flashlight on you and you're just like i think it's the top one it's wrong every time oh it's like it's like trying to put a usb cable it's in. like trying to put a usb cable in. you're always and then and then if you're like oh shit i meant to press power and not eject and then you have to wait like 10 minutes for the console to be ready to turn <laughs> off oh it's a horrible experience if you turn it off it gets like all pissy the next time you turn it on like like, you like I mean like you time. you can't press the power button when you accidentally eject something instead of turning the console off. I don't know what I'm saying. D- I D- I got but the, it's just I really the, annoying. In D- any case, I got. I thought you were going to say way. that uncharted. You got. I got the I perfect you way how you could figure out a... what's. Damn it, <laughs> Carlos, go. Derek, I know how you can solve this. You can use nail polisher and just tell yourself green is the power and orange is the exit button. Oh. Oh, Derek not, would not. not do that to his stuff. Ooh. No way. Thank he, you, Shane. Thank <laughs> he you. is so anal about like, oh no, there's like, there's a hairline scratch on my MacBook. It's broken. Get a new one. Jeez, dude. <laughs> I'm, I've changed a bit. I've had the same phone for a year and a half now. Yeah, but, oh, and you won't even get cases or like screen protectors. No, I hate that shit. <laughs> but then you can. It's new or nothing. <laughs> I thought you were going to come live my life. Uncharted. I thought you were going to complain about Uncharted having a 53 gig install. No, but my PlayStation does not have room for that because I own several titles. And you need double that because it always reserves space for the download and the install. Yeah, I feel like it's super, like, it's just like every time you put a new game in that console, it's like, oh, you have to delete a bunch of shit before you're allowed. Mm. I felt really uh, happy deleting all my Fallout 4 stuff to install Uncharted 4. Because that game's not fun. It's not good. So it's good, but not for me. So you don't have anything to say about the DLC since you deleted it? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. DLC pr- apparently is having performance issues. Two things uh, that I, I really want to touch on. The Dark Souls board game Kickstarter. Final oh, score. Uh, 3.7 billion is pounds. Is this where Shane can complain about Kickstarter some more? 3.7 million pounds. <laughs> uh, and uh, this week in Destiny, there's more <laughs> Destiny expansion packs. I thought that we were going to fucking have a sequel at this point. But there's a new expansion got leaked. Uh, it's called Rise of the Iron at this point. And that's all we know other than the name. And uh, like a poster that got leaked. Where did the, where did the, the leak come from? Probably through GameStop, uh, I think. Yeah, it was like a promotional poster. Hmm. All right. Uh, games. Derek, what have you been playing? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had a moment to play a video game this week. Like, well, the last couple of weeks. The last You're a special guest. I... Uh, I, I work too much, guys. I'm sorry. I have Quantum Break now, and I haven't played it since the last time I was on the podcast. Oh, and shit. You guys remember how excited I was for the for that game? That's how much mm-hmm. time I've had to play, unfortunately. <laughs> I feel like at this point, Michaela would be a better guest because she plays more video games than I do. I really think we should just have her on. I feel like that'd be hilarious. Mm. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Because she's a woman, you think that she's oh, just no. a joke? Gamergate, here a, we go. No Punchline? Wow, Actually, Derek. I feel like she shouldn't ever come on the show because I don't want her to talk to you that much. <laughs> <laughs> she's going she's gonna to come out completely like racist. She's she's impressionable. No, uh, she'll, or she'll leave me because she'll be like, she'll be like, you, I can't believe I can't, you. So I can't be with someone with that kind of people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carlos, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Dark Souls three, but I finished Firewatch. That was really cool. Mm. Did you listen to our bonus stage on Firewatch? The bonus? I didn't get that. I didn't get that. We'll, we'll talk after this, but no, I, I didn't get that. Um, okay. Me and Derek recorded a bonus episode on Firewatch. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, yeah. 
And I'm playing River City Ransom EX, which has been my favorite Game Boy Advance mm. game. So, shout out to River City Ransom. Awesome. Right on. Um, now, did you get a uh, middle of the night Snapchat that was Dark Souls 3? It was. Themed I was very recently. impressed that you actually go with a class that I consider to be trash. Um, whoa. Whoa. Yep. I'm calling Shots it out. Shots fired. I'm calling it out. I was, I was an assassin, but... but it was too hard. You should have stayed with Assassin, bro. Tell you. Oh, I still, I still have this, the character. Oh, but you going all pyro now on me. It was so easy. It was so easy fighting the first boss. Oh, just wait till later. It's trash later. It's trash oh. PvP too. So let's give oh, you a heads up. PvP. Oh, gross. You're gonna get fucked up. Uh, but son. you, but but you finally got to see my um. I did get to really see your real- setup. It was insane. <laughs> I don't know how the <laughs> fuck you do that, dude. But tell, 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 tell the show how how I play Dark Souls. Uh, he plays in his underwear, butt naked, with his ass cheeks out. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's and that, uh, that's what the Snapchat was of. Yeah, that's what the yeah. Snapchat was about. Um, I'm so glad. <laughs> I, I'm so glad I don't have Snapchat. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't get it. Um, yeah, it was uh, a PS3 controller. Why was it Wi-Fi connected? It was Wi-Fi connected, right? No, no, no. It was, oh, it was wired, wired with, a- with your. It looked like a power Wii generator, but it's your actual <laughs> fucking PC. So that was insane. Oh yeah, I got a, I got a big computer, but it's wired into my computer via a Wii U Pro controller cable. I was just like, "What the fuck is this, dude?" <laughs> you can just solve everything. Just get a regular controller. But, but, but I have this, and it works. Okay, Shane, I'm not gonna judge you anymore. <laughs> you're, you're, you'll never stop judging me, <laughs> Josh. Um, I know what me and Josh have played. What have you guys been playing? You guys play game together games together now? Um. Kind of. Nobody ever invites me to play games. Yeah, me neither. No, it was, it was hey, more like fuck it. It was more like I played a game and then Shane played the same game about a week later and then was texting to me about all the terrible <laughs> things about said game. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, uh, besides Uncharted Four, what else have you been playing, Josh? Um, Uncharted One. Oh, nice. I don't like that one. And, but good. Yeah. Mm, I don't know that Uncharted game. I don't think it's gonna go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it has much of a future. Um, but, and then outside of that, I was playing the new Hyrule Warriors Legends DLC that came out today where, um, they released Medley as a new character <laughs> and she's actually really, well, it's a Dynasty Warriors game. So everybody's overpowered, but she feels especially <laughs> overpowered with a bunch of like wind based attacks. And she just kind of zips along the battlefield and kills like 60 people at once with no effort at all. So I'm having fun with that. Hmm. Now, when they add the DLC characters, is it just like you're playing like the same story missions over again or what's what besides having new characters what's the point i guess well there's the adventure mode where it's a bunch of small missions that you complete and when you finish those you unlock more secret content and characters or like or items and that kind of stuff so you have an excuse to just use them in there but that's about it they don't have their own stories or anything hmm. but she was free so it's not like you can ah, complain either that's, uh, that's the way derek likes his women free what but you know you know what like speaking of like all your weird inappropriate jokes it was funny because like me and megan were talking about it today speaking about our spouses disapproving of shane um she was talking about (laughs) she was talking about how like a while ago on facebook she made like a joke about how you can see russia from your house and then Mm -hmm. you like posted this super serious response about how well sarah palin never actually said that and then I was like, it's funny because it's funny because he took the Sarah Palin joke super serious, but we could joke about child molestation all day. <laughs> <laughs> what the uh, fuck? 
I literally got up and I heard the wrong thing. Uh, I'm gonna like step out real quick, guys. Real quick. It's like, oh man, Derek, aren't you glad you're back, Derek? Aren't you glad you're back? See, I I like disappear for a few weeks and then I'm like, I should go back. I miss those guys. And then about three to five minutes after (laughs) the episode starts, I remember why I started working long hours just so I'd have an excuse to not show up. Like, like uh, for the record, I can't stand that woman. I think she's like a cow and like an idiot. But <laughs> <sighs> it's just funny. So I've to been me. playing Uncharted Four. <laughs> what? What? I just said it's just funny to me that that's that's where we draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been playing Uncharted Four. Uh, uh, me and Josh did a one-hour bonus stage deconstructing it. Um, Cliff notes. I don't think. It's as good as everyone's saying it. Um, if it did, if it didn't have the pedigree um, of three other Uncharted games, uh, it it would be it would be rated more harshly. Like I, I honestly, I honestly would give it a six and a half or a seven out of ten. Um, th- I and what I didn't talk about in the bonus episode is that I ran into a lot of glitches. Um, there was a couple of times where um, uh, enemy characters would go to a ledge to like hop down, and they would glitch out and go into like a T pose. And then, like, and their gun would be, like, in front of them, like, floating in front of them, and they would float down to the next level. That happened on three separate occasions. I had characters that would just disappear, and I would have to wait for them to, like, come back into existence to progress the story. Uh, There was times where characters, like, their pathfinding was garbage, so I would do, like, a big swing and start climbing up a rock, rock wall, and I'd have to wait for them to come to pick up, or I would miss half of uh, the narrative and the dialogue. I would only hear... Your Nathan side of it, um, and then characters would just like, you know disappear all uh, all together in random times. Um, it's it's not a bad game. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, there was a there's a lot of cheap stuff at the end, but I I just don't think it is the nines and tens that it's getting. Um, Derek, have you have has any besides me and Josh has anybody touched Uncharted Four? No, but I'm really excited to one day. Yeah, one day. Well, then don't listen to our bonus episode because we fucking <clears throat> yeah, I won't. Yeah. Oh, no, you you won't anyway. Have you even listened to like the last couple episodes of the show in general? Oh yeah, I love it. Oh, which who's your favorite uh, host? Uh, Josh, Shane. It's Shane. <sighs> All right. Uh, <laughs> anybody else got anything else before we uh, wrap up the show? This is the last episode. Uh, we're canceling the podcast. We're starting a new podcast, and none of you are invited. <laughs> it's Dickscape Games. <laughs> Uh, that was level seventy six guys. Do we have to do mission objectives uh, anymore? We forgot the mission objective. But does what oh. Nintendo property you want to see made into a movie? Zelda. I I, I would uh, yeah. I, w- I would love to see a Zelda game um, made into a movie like a um, man with no name western. I think that would be cool. I feel like I would like to see a Metroid movie probably the most. Mm-hmm. So I heard just a like a really sweet that. sci-fi. I'd probably say Earthbound. What? Hello. Hello. Earthbound. Doesn't Earthbound. Shane hate Earthbound? Yeah, yeah, that's why they should make it. Because Shan hates it. <laughs> Fuck Earthbound. Carlos, what do you want to see as a Nintendo Tomba. movie? Uh, no. Tomba? Pilot Wings. But hold yes! up. Hold up. The, hold up. Pilot the Wings SNES movie? one? Yes, the, S- the any SNES Starring one. Starring Tomba. Hold up. <laughs> but it has to star uh, the same people from Point Break. It needs to have everybody from Point Break into Pilot Wings. The new Wings. Point Break? The new one or the old one? Old one. Old one. Old one. <laughs> okay. I think one of them Did- is dead. Don't worry, we can revive him. It's cool. Like the main one. Don't worry. Keanu Reeves? The main non-Keanu Reeves one. <laughs> did Did anyone actually play the Super Nintendo Pilot Wings till the end? Yes. I did. Yeah. Where it got yes, really with, the hel- with the helicopter? 
Yeah, like it's like, you know, you're just practicing all these training scenarios for your hang glider and crap and all of a sudden all your instructors get kidnapped by terrorists and you're flying around your helicopter trying to rescue them it's like what the hell hey man which 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 goes to the, the something that I, I said in the bonus episode is that what's with these games that you know you do all of this stuff and then the final boss fight is something completely different and brand new like who thought that was a good idea somebody did Hideo Kojima mm-hmm. did Hideo Kojima do pilot wings no but he we talked about it on the show too on Metal Gear 4 right. the final boss fight is completely different from anything else in the entire game and all of a sudden his cqc skills go from two punches and a spin kick to like this whole arsenal of attacks <laughs> hmm. anyway uh around the site boys uh my around the site is necro scourges reviews of stellaris a really interesting um sci-fi kind of real-time strategy game i think you guys should check that out uh i'm actually because of the review i think i'm gonna pick the game up this is where somebody else would come in and tell them they're around the site. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed this week's uh, this week's episode of the Geekscape proper uh, podcast. Uh, the guest is uh, Zach Ward, who was the bully in A Christmas Story, but he's been on the show once or twice before, and he's just a fantastic guest. I think uh, they talked about they he he came on the show to talk about uh, his new film, um, and it's a great episode. Uh, yeah, remember when we met him at a uh, Comic Con? Yes. Yeah, yeah he's he a great, great dude. Yeah, he, he was a he was a real good, uh, nice guy to talk to. Mine would be the news report that the CW DC universe is going to have a four show crossover next season. So yep. now that Supergirl's part of it, they're going to have like Supergirl's big... moving up to Vancouver too, which is nice. Woo! Oh, really? Supergirl is bad. Supergirl, yeah, because Su- Supergirl's moving to the CW and they do all of their main stuff up here. So it will also film up here next year, which will make the crossover with the Flash and stuff much, much easier. Um, nice. And it means I might get to work on it. So that'd be, that'd be Any, cool. any word on Constantine coming to CW yet? Or? No, it's 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 dead. Oh man, at least a supernatural tomorrow or something. I, I would think they would do a supernatural crossover, but he showed up on an episode of Arrow this season. Which was the only episode of Arrow that I watched. <laughs> oh god. Like as bad as Supergirl as, or at least as you say Supergirl is, I haven't watched it. So I've I heard know. Arrow's gotten but pretty rough. Arrow's horrible this season, so it like it's like at least Supergirl gets to move to a network where it's not the worst show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh Carlos, uh what's your around the site? Uh same thing with Josh, which is the CW article. Uh, oh. I'm actually pretty excited. I'm a huge fan of uh The Flash of Only gone up this season the beginning episode of season two and i like it so far and i'm scared because everyone's like oh you should watch heroes of tomorrow it's like it's gonna be awesome i'm like i don't know yet but uh having seen supergirl i'm i, I can see why they changed their name to like i think they're calling that like a, a night where they call it dc power hour or something like that i don't know what it is <laughs> some corny sounds like a shit. bad like yeah, it sounds like a bad discount night at like a strip club. Are they calling it D? <laughs> they call it DC Channel or something? Uh, but they're, they're going to be pumping it out more. I think DC kind of is figuring out that movies is not their thing and TV shows mm. are their thing. So yeah, yeah. So I feel like that's what they're going. But I'm excited. See how it goes. Dope. Dope. Very excited. Uh, as always, you can find us at Geekscape.net. Follow us on Twitter at Geekscape Games. I'm at Channel Hair. SS Jaken on gaming platforms. Misa Carlos. At Angry Bananas. Follow me on Twitter. And ch- and check out the latest episode of the Angry Bananas podcast. Thanks, um, I'm going to listen to it plug, tonight. brother. Dang. Um, 
dig dig your content and check out his YouTube channel. Give it some love. It, it's please, it's, please, please. Really, it's some like top notch shit that needs some attention because it deserves it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate it. And Josh, I'm at Inu Joshua. And special guest. It really hurts me when you say that. <laughs> well, maybe if you're on here for two weeks in a row, maybe we can work something out. I, I got to pay the bills, man. Yeah. Well. I got to keep the lights on, and I got to pay for my expensive internet so I can come on once every month or so. Yeah. I thought that's why you're in a relationship. Yeah. She is a nurse. Yeah. We maybe we should have her on. She might she mm-hmm. might put some like interesting insight into it. <laughs> uh, I'll think about it. Ooh, oh, Whoa. you're gonna give her permission? Whoa. <laughs> You Whoa. feminist fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, where's Anita Sarkeesian to fucking tear you a new one? Uh, I love you guys. I just feel like you might really offend her, and I want to protect her from that. <laughs> you really offend me, so. <laughs> yeah, right. So, Shane. What's your what's your social media uh, stuff? Uh, I'm at D. Cranavelt, uh on Twitter and at no, and CaptainK17 on uh, gaming. Oh, did you say platforms. on the internet? <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I'm really tired now. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Carlos? I was gonna say you should let us. everybody know how to download the Geekscape podcast and where Geeks, you can find the Geekscape. Geekscape, Geekscape Games podcast. Um, you can uh, find us I on. Think SoundCloud. we're all over the place. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud, Google Play Music podcasts, or whatever they call it. Yep. Uh, we're, we're iTunes, SoundCloud, literally on everything. And I just fixed our album art on iTunes. Um, and you know, I you know credit where credit is due. I'm going to give credit to myself. Uh, um, we have unique album art for each episode. You don't see that that often. Um, so is that why they take a week and a half sometimes? It's hard work. It's hard work okay, pasting the, the one last, image next to another image. The last, <laughs> the last one was only late by a couple of days. And besides, and then before that, I had a month, a month of like boom, bingo. That, that's true. And we're, and then we're going to have three episodes this week. So you shut the fuck up. All right. How is the three? There's going to be three this week. Uh, yeah, we had the last one, the, and then the bonus episode, and then this one. God, you don't pay attention oh, to our Oh, three this feed? week, because the one that was supposed to be last week came out this <laughs> week. All right, we'll see you guys back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Fucking Canadians. Oh, you hear his... <laughs> oh, God. This sounds like a really bad hand tie. <laughs> I hope this is the beginning of the podcast. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I regret. Uh, I regret coming to this. <laughs> Welcome back, you Derek. Never, Welcome you back. never regret coming. <laughs>